Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Dueling town halls. It is a presidential responsibility to lead, and he didn't do that. We have done an amazing job. The president's debts. No, I don't owe Russia money. U.S. COVID cases top 8 million. This virus is everywhere. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. If you were comparing the two presidential candidates, you had to be quick with the remote last night. President Trump and Joe Biden held rival town halls on rival networks. Mr. Trump in Miami, Biden in Philadelphia. Correspondent Nicole Killian begins our team coverage. I didn't feel good. I didn't feel strong. I had a little bit of a temperature. At his town hall, President Trump answered questions about his COVID symptoms and whether or not he had pneumonia. No, but they said the lungs are, you know, a little bit different. The president tested positive for COVID-19 two days after the last debate. Pushed by NBC's Savannah Guthrie, he would not say whether or not he was tested the day of the debate, which had an honor system requiring both candidates be tested. Uh, I don't know. I don't even remember. I test all the time. Who do you owe $421 million? Mr. Trump appeared to confirm a New York Times report that he does, in fact, owe over $400 million, possibly to foreign entities. $400 million compared to the assets that I have, all of these great properties all over the world. Are you confirming that... Yes, you do owe some $400 million. What I'm saying is that it's a tiny percentage of my net worth. No, I don't owe Russia money. I don't owe, I owe a very, very small, it's called mortgages. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe tuned into the Biden event. Good to be with you. Questions about the pandemic topped voters' minds at the town hall featuring Joe Biden. Would he take a COVID-19 vaccine? The body of scientists say that this is what is ready to be done, and it's, it's been tested, it's gone through the three phases. Yes, I would take it, I'd encourage people to take it. And would he force infected parts of the country into lockdown? You don't have to lock down if you're wearing the mask. Under questioning by ABC News' George Stephanopoulos, Biden admitted again he's not a fan of expanding the number of seats on the Supreme Court. An idea growing in popularity among fellow Democrats as Republicans push through Judge Amy Coney Barrett weeks before the election. Well, I'm not a fan. I didn't say uh, it depends on how this turns out, how much they rush this. But when pressed, he said he'd have more to say on the subject before Election Day. UVA political analyst Larry Sabato's takeaway. The Biden town hall was very substantive uh, and it was dry by comparison to Trump, but that's true always. Whether you like or dislike Trump, you're going to get drama and entertainment. The candidates have one last debate scheduled for next Thursday in Nashville. Coronavirus cases in this country have just topped 8 million, with more than 60,000 new daily cases for the first time since early August. Kentucky has hit a record high, topping 1,300 in a day. Governor Andy Bashir. This is our third escalation. 
It is our most serious one yet. It will result in the most deaths that we have seen. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper says he's taking a second look at phase three reopening guidelines. North Carolinians must be even more vigilant. Complacency will cost lives and hurt our economy. In hard-hit Wisconsin, Governor Tony Evers is accusing President Trump of encouraging a super spreader by holding a rally in Janesville tomorrow. Correspondent Mola Lange. State health officials are warning residents to avoid all gatherings, large and small. Retirement parties, birthday parties, baby showers, weddings. Wisconsin was one of eight states to break its single-day record for new coronavirus cases on Thursday. So was Ohio. Hospitalizations there are up nearly 50% in the last two weeks. And infections are rising fast, according to Ohio State doctor Matt Exline. The pop-off valve for local regional hospitals is to send patients to the referral hospitals, such as Ohio State, such as Cleveland Clinic. But if all of these hospitals and all of these cases are coming at once, they won't have that pop-off valve available. A college president in New York has lost her job after the worst on-campus COVID outbreak of any public university in the state. SUNY Oneonta says Barbara Jean Morris is out after 700 students tested positive last month. A large-scale trial conducted in 30 countries shows a drug President Trump received for the coronavirus does not prevent COVID deaths. The findings on remdesivir, sponsored by the World Health Organization, have not undergone peer review yet. Coronavirus restrictions are making a comeback in Europe because of rising case numbers there. Correspondent Elaine Cobb is at the foreign desk. French President Emmanuel Macron announcing a curfew that will affect 19 million people across France from midnight tonight. London is bracing for Tier 2 restrictions from midnight, which means a ban on separate households mixing indoors, including in pubs and restaurants. I know the sacrifices this means. Britain's Health Secretary Matt Hancock. The Czech Republic says it will start building capacity for COVID-19 patients outside of hospitals as the country faces the fastest rate of infection in Europe. Elaine Cobb, CBS News, Paris. Motorcycle enthusiasts have roomed their way to the east coast of Florida, but the pandemic is making their meetup different. Tens of thousands of bikers are expected at Biketoberfest, but they'll find less to do at Daytona Beach. The city has banned street vendors and most large outdoor activities like concerts. It's going to put a big damper on some of the some of the people that come down here. And nothing's open down here. It's not what it's supposed to be. City officials say they don't want a super spreader event, but neighboring towns like New Smyrna and Ormond Beach have issued permits. This Harley dealer hopes others will follow his employees' examples by distancing and masking up. It's our messaging. It's uh, by example of our associates doing it. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. It's another day without power for thousands of people in Northern California. PG&E cut off service to prevent powerful winds and a fall heat wave from sparking new wildfires. Lisa Laser bought a $1,000 generator to keep her hair salon up and running. It has to be able to carry two or three hairstylists, blow dryer to dry clients' hair. We need those. All power is expected to be restored tonight. One of two Rocky Mountain wildfires has now become the largest in Colorado's history. A Grammy-winning singer-songwriter is opening up about his battle with the coronavirus. Chris Cross tells CBS Sunday Morning he tested positive in April and spent the worst 10 days of his life paralyzed in the ICU. I can tell you that I had a few conversations when I was in there with whoever he or she is and just saying, you know, if you could just get me out of here, I will be a better person. 
Three weeks later, he was diagnosed with Guillain-Barre syndrome, a rare neurological disorder. Cross says he uses a cane now, and memory and speech are both problematic. Maki, the stolen ring-tailed lemur, is back at the San Francisco Zoo. Daly City Police say a five-year-old boy spotted the animal on the playground at his daycare center about five miles from the zoo. Police say Maki is in good condition. And that's the World News Roundup for Friday, October 16th, produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.